and I'm on kickoff team, literally running down as the ball is getting kicked off. It's like it hits me like you lost, lost it all, lost your job. Nobody kind of thought you of anything, kind of an afterthought. To yeah. boom, I'm running down here on the kickoff, full blown tears, man, like <laughs> like ugly crying, running down yeah. kickoff, like. <laughs> 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 yes, I do. Let's play football. Life, 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 life with football. Leave the train. Please step over the gap between the train and the platform. What's up, and welcome back, Kyle Smith, Tim Smith. Life with yep. Football podcast, ladies and gentlemen. How we doing? What's going on, man? Nothing Happy much. Sunday. Happy Sunday. It's a good Sunday morning. Um, a lot of rain out here, man. We had a crazy storm last night. Hail, wind, really? thunder, lightning. But it hasn't rained. I, we talked about this last episode, yeah. but it hasn't rained in a month, probably. So, well needed. Yeah, you definitely much needed. needed that. Yeah. So, um. It's been it's been action packed few weeks. Back for another yeah. episode. What's been going on in your world, dude? Wow, ah, just keeping me. You know, I had a crazy week this past week. You know, crazy things, a lot of work, back and forth at home, blah blah blah. Um, other than that, it's just been getting ready for this for this uh, first football season, man. Full pads, got them fully outfitted, ready to go. Like we're ready to go. Football season. It's time, ladies and gentlemen. Parker wore the helmet in the house for at least the first three hours when we got home. (laughs) How so? He's feeling good, feeling comfortable, ready to roll. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah, a hundred percent. Helmet wise, he's feeling good. I got the chin strap right. Had to go out and buy him a bunch of stuff like chin strap, and I bought him a little bit of extra rib protection stuff like that. So, give me the thought. As, sorry to cut you off. Give me the thought as oh, a dad who, yeah. you know, when was, the last, when was the last time you put on pads? Uh, Senior year of high school. Would, yeah. Well, the At the Boomer time, game. I, yep, the Boomer game. Boomer game July of what? 1999. 1999. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so now fast <laughs> forward. Blood, oh, wow, that's bro. scary. Fast forward this amount of years, whatever it is, to now you got your seven-year-old son popping on the pads and helmet for the first time where were you guys were you in like a cafeteria were you in like a warehouse a shed shed outside right by the football field and what was really classic yeah and after they were fitted boom pick up football game erupts right there like on the side and you know with the kids they're oh yeah yeah, the pickup games exactly yeah i was going to talk about that later but dude that's where that's where the boys that's where the football players are made man I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to get too much into it because I had that. That was my little yeah. section later on. But that's awesome. So everybody's lining up, you yeah. know, getting the equipment. Is he go, walking around trying the pads on, trying the helmets? Oh yeah. Well, we had some tears. You know, a couple mm. of kids didn't like the helmets, but we got them on them, and then you know they were really good. It was quick because then it started raining. Actually, thunder and lightning here too while we were all outside. So yeah. we kind of funneled the rest of the kids out and got it done. I just um, some pretty. Go ahead. I just think that's that's just a cool thing to think about. I haven't had that yet, obviously, but yeah. I saw my saw my son at a football clinic this weekend. But um, just the just the I don't know. I I just remember the nerves. I guess the excitement oh, yeah. every summer, like going there as a kid. I was always a nervous kid, but I never really yeah. showed it. I guess, but 
going there, trying on the pads, being like insecure about how the pads yeah. fit, getting everything ready to roll. And uh it just it's just burnt in your memory, man. It was great, man. I was I was happy Parker he handled it. He did his thing and that was it. So he's uh he's definitely coming a long way. But I'm there I'm a nervous wreck, bro. Nervous yeah. wreck. Like what's he gonna do? <laughs> is he gonna you know me, I'm neurotic as it is. Yeah. All right, so we'll we'll get into your practice plans and, and approach there. But um yeah. So for on my on my side, we went to my son Leo out of four kids. Um one of four kids, generally everything we've done so far, all of the kids have been involved, whether it's freaking soccer, baseball, basketball, volleyball, it don't matter. So they're all yeah. going siblings together, which is really cool. School, even like anything, you don't see a lot of nerves for them approaching a, an event or a situation because they're all together. Like yeah, walking in, I got my sisters, I got my brother, whatever. So I'm comfortable with it all. This time we scheduled quick. Leo and I and and Pops, his grandpa, went to um, Ben Davis High School, biggest high school, one of the biggest high schools here in the state of Indiana, and they had the USA football uh, came to town for their Blitz series, I guess you could say. So it's yeah. a USA football holds this Blitz clinic or series. Basically, it's a like a family fun day on top yeah. of a camp or clinic. So we got there. Um, the youngest group was going first. So we just got there, got his t-shirt, got the beads all set up. Nice. We got sunglasses. Um, they had like a bouncy house, like the, uh, obstacle course. There was like slides there. I think the army, you know, army representatives were there. They had like a, a cool, um, what do they call that? Like it, it's a certain workout that they go uh, through. They okay. pull the sled. They got kettlebells. They got to do everything uh, back nice. and forth. Obviously, my five year old couldn't do it, but kids were doing it. <laughs> yeah. That was cool. Yeah. They had like a, um, you know, somewhere to run your forty. They had a, a Rydell helmet station where the awesome. kids got on this little platform, and you know the camera that like works around you like yeah. slow motion yeah. to get those pictures. Trying all the helmets, um, and so we did. Um, so we did that for about a half hour, and then they called the kids over for a clinic, and uh, you know they basically did a sh- uh, circuit like stations, like a little tackling yeah. station with the dummy that that ring that you know the tackling ring we were talking yeah. about, um, agilities, all that stuff. So to like watch him go through that, he was hesitant at first, and then all of a sudden, like I turned to look at like the crowd. I turned back and he be he was beelining for like the whole group of kids that yeah. were like running over and like from it's there. Awesome. From there, it was all smiles, and uh, it was just really cool, man. He was one of That's the younger cool, guys, and um, just uh, just enjoyed it, dude. Like, yeah. I just loved seeing your kid smile in doing something that you enjoy as well. But I yeah. think it's also, it's crucial for me that I don't know how, I don't know how, but regardless, if it's not sports for the kids... If it's freaking piano, obviously yeah. we're not around a piano, so I highly doubt <laughs> that some of our kids are going to be talented <laughs> yeah. or interested. But if there are any other interests other than sports, I just feel, you know, just trying to keep it in my mind that that stuff needs to be celebrated and in this with the same energy that sports do as well. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I, I think honestly, it's it all. As soon as you see the smile and their facial expressions with something that lights them up, yeah, it's not going to matter what it is for us as a mom and a dad. It's yeah. all right. This is what they're doing. Let's go for it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, there's no question. So 
it was cool. Well, I, what I was mentioning too, we were on our ride there and he was the only one. The kid was like distraught. Like he was depressed yeah. that he was by himself. He didn't want to go without yeah. his uh, siblings and like just sad all the way down the, all the way down. There was a 45 minute ride. We yeah. show up. He instantly, my guy is obsessed with Mario Brothers and like yeah. Mario 3D. So instantly we saw that blow up play, blow up like obstacle course. I'm like, Leo, man, you're in, you're in Mario's world right now. <laughs> yeah. And instantly like, you could see his brain change and he was yeah. like, he was the characters in there. So ah, that's awesome. It was pretty cool. So shout out to USA Football. Um, fantastic resource, fantastic organization. Uh, really with the mission of just, I don't have their official mission, but to me, it's educating um, the youth coaches out there to certify them with proper information, get the right information so they are educating the kids in youth football um, properly, which is really cool. It's kind of the further the game yeah. of football. So anything that does that, I'm all about it. And uh, you recently went through a the coach's certification, didn't you? Or is it a yeah. he is heads-up tackling different than the full coach's certification? Yeah, it was definitely different. I mean, the first off, the coaching certification was fantastic. Uh, it, it was really cool. They gave you a lot of resources, um, the ability to go move back and forth through it during your seasons for new, uh, you know, new things that come out, new drills, mm -hmm. whatever it may be. Um, it was cool though. It it really kind of put in perspective like what you really mean towards the kids and the community as well. You know what I'm saying? Like. These little guys are looking up to you and no doubt that this is for some for some of us it's the first time where you have more than one six year six year old looking at you you know what i mean mm -hmm. like all right what do i do coach so they were big on being a pillar in the community and just being a part of everything and it, you know just being a positive role model and influence on young kids that i mean that's how success is built so it was really cool really nice that's all. That's awesome and scary at the same time because you said that, and it's like these kids instantly look up to their coach. Yeah. And how many people are in that position where kids are looking to you and don't really have the tools or are equipped to take on that responsibility? And that that exactly. scares me a little bit. But for the most part, you make up with it for for your personality, man. If you don't mm -hmm. know a lot about the game, where you can teach, you know, three step drops and oh yeah, you no know, running lanes. You just got to be a consistent, you know, just. A legit dude or, or or a legit mom even the yeah. moms is so important dude no doubt i i meant more personality wise like yeah the guys that are just bad dudes are just in things for the right reasons not yeah. necessarily forget yeah. the forget the mechanics but like you have 10 11 12 kids looking up to you and yeah. the actions that you're performing um really resonate with these guys so whatever Absolutely. experience I mean, their experience for their first year of sports, football, baseball, soccer, whatever it is, is yeah. completely influenced by the coach that is sitting there. So that's Absolutely. what we've been lucky so far with the coaches that our kids got. But now we're in the football side and getting into this yeah. like physical stuff. And I'm just like, I can't I don't know if I want to roll the dice and just see if some dad is ready to roll and, and teach yeah. my kids the right thing. So, but I also heard, I heard another podcast, the pivot podcast, a bunch of the NFL, former NFL guys, former big time athletes. Inky Johnson was on there okay. big time. Yeah. Motivational, you know, inspiration, motivational speaker, but has a freaking crazy story. Um, former college football player got through, got through a big injury. Um, and now basically speaks on this platform to, to help and influence and, and build, build foundations for others. Yeah. So, but he was saying that, um, 
he was thinking about coaching his kid, but it was like he wants his he wants his son to see him as his dad and not like the cross of his dad and the coach. Like yeah. if he's at home and something's going wrong, like, oh, it's my coach telling me this instead yeah. of my dad. So I just thought that was an interesting perspective. So like everything, it tugs at me back and forth just to see yeah. like where you want to be in that and what position you want to be in to your kid, coach, yeah, exactly. dad. But I'm going to give it a shot and give it both. <laughs> yeah, I'm going for it too, man. <laughs> so, But you know what? You're right, though, because sometimes I, I felt so far with Parker and Lacey. I mean, when someone else is teaching, they, they listen more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Here, especially with my little guy, sometimes it could be a battle when it's just me and him and I'm in coach mode and he's in player mode. and At the house he, or on the field? He, not on the field at all yet so far. Gotcha. So. He still calls me dad on the field, which is cool. I'm not going to never tell him not to. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. I got I got issues with the whole coach title, and I don't know. It's interesting because the last guy I worked for, Chuck Priori, at the college yeah. level, was just like he refused for anybody to call him coach, which was interesting. Not refused, but like my name's Chuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. I just thought that was interesting. It was a different perspective. And everywhere you go yeah. here, if you, you know, I don't know, some guy puts out a tweet about a football and now he's a coach you know what i mean so yeah yeah and all he wants to be called is coach i don't know that yeah. kind of gets me the weird. wrong way yeah you see a guy in 7-eleven hey coach hey yeah you know but nah, yeah i know That's, all good you know. there's also guys that you know i'm a grown man almost 40 years old and if i saw one of my coaches that from uh you yeah. know whatever it's not it's not lou it's not ron yeah. it's coach yeah. So I'll tell you, I, whenever I see, you know, coach, I, it's always coach. Yeah. I haven't seen him in 10 years, but I wanted to say something real quick. You just sparked the memory. I find, I, I hear my, I hear him in the way I'm in, I am standing in front of the team. Langella? Yeah. Like it's give yourselves to, it's not I like that, well, obviously, but we're doing it. Everything is, I just, I hear it. Yeah. Well, it's I mean, weird. That's just alludes to when you're in these situations, not to get into the psychology of it, but when you're in, when you walk into a situation, you have your foundation or your schema that's like automatically ingrained in you. You know what I mean? And who, who, you know, so when you approach a game, like what your attitude is, what, where you're supposed to go, how you're supposed to warm up, all of that, all that shit is taught. You know what I mean? So the way you act as a coach and walking in. Like the only way, what all, all only thing you can do is emulate in some ways what yeah. you've been coached to do. So exactly, that's how it all progresses, man. So you get a good one at some point that pours into you a good, valuable foundation and technique and all of that. You're yeah. furthering that. So you don't know, yeah. like one great high school coach, one great youth coach, could now build a generation of coaches. Damn, I'm yeah. getting deep in this, yeah, philosophical deep, on a bro. Sunday morning. I like that. <laughs> But um, something correct. Yeah, bro. that makes sense to me though. Yeah. So what? Um, you're kicking off the season. Got the equipment out. Starting practices. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about you know what's happening in the in practice in the game or you know getting ready, game planning, all that stuff for young well, guys. We're, yeah, we're definitely really trying to like keep it organized and timed, especially practice. Right, we're gonna we start. The last couple of weeks, we've done the form running, loosening up, blah, 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 get get offs, um, you know, all different kinds of just agility drills, speed ladder, four cone, hurdles. We're doing all, even had the kids pulling weighted sleds, you know what I mean? Nice. 
And this is more of a summer like workout kind of program thing, right? But we're definitely going to keep it, you know, structured that way too. We're going to do, you know, you know, agility in the in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we'll go into individual. If we're doing offense that day, it'll be the offensive line and the backs and quarterbacks will go to the other side. Then we'll do like a a team session or verse air, and then end it live. You know, right. and then end with a little conditioning and be done with practice. Nice, nice. Got the structure to it. I think yeah. what always what now that I look back after you know a coaching career and coming back and seeing some different things like what what drives me crazy and anywhere my kids go is just kids standing around like i feel like a practice needs to be structured to where kids are just where either they're spread out the numbers aren't high they're getting reps and it's just it's it's clear they everybody understands where they're going next all that now with five six you know seven year olds young kids you're gonna get kids that you know playing dinosaurs (laughs) in the back of the line so yes. that to me is why you should, why everything needs to be condensed. Everything yeah. like they're up within 30 seconds kind of thing. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, I remember. It's got to be moving. Yeah. I remember practices. You're sitting there in pads. It's hot as hell. It's 90 degrees. And they're like teaching plays for like 30 straight minutes. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't yeah. see how today's kids could literally pay attention for that, for, for that long and just get. Yeah just get talked to in a practice without doing anything, you know, it can't, you can't do it. It's impossible, dude. And think about it. We, you know, just being in pants for the first time, you don't think the first couple practices, you're just going to turn around and see kids laying on the ground. You know what I mean? Right. (laughs) Got to come back to reality. Yeah. That's good stuff. If you, if you limit that time, like you just said, they're per, they're progressing because it's an individual progression for these kids it's, it's, it's a learning era it's a learning period so no matter what every kid is going to have to progress on their own at their own speed and their own level so that's mm-hmm. really the goal and when we get to play the games on sundays that's when boom let's see you know you, it doesn't matter six seven yeah 15 16 30 when you're on the football field it's let's go time i don't you know it no is question. what it is couple couple things about that really quick so now i'm getting full philosophical again but to me Regardless of what you're doing, you're talking about young kids and at this game at this time in sports, yes, fundamentals and building the foundation from a technique standpoint obviously are, are huge. But to me, like when my kids first showed up to soccer or whatever sport, I gave them I gave them three items. Number one, you listen to your coach. Like do as much yeah. as I can. If I'm not the coach, I'm on the sideline, I'm being a dad, I'm sitting in the chair, I'm drinking my drink, whatever it is. Yeah. And watching him, and I'm there to, you know, support in any way, make sure he's having fun, blah, blah, blah. So one, but whoever that coach is, that's the person in charge. That's the thing to understand, number one. Number two is you're trying your hardest. That's it. Like, whatever it is, somehow, some way, a coach, a parent, you have to instill that the effort piece to this is the biggest part the work ethic yeah. forget skills forget how much better you are forget how many goals you're you're playing you're scoring baskets yeah. you're scoring whatever are you are you are you listening to your coach are you giving effort are you trying hard number three is having fun man like yeah. you can't lose that if the kid's not having fun i literally at the same clinic at blitz or whatever <laughs> it was insane dude i couldn't i <laughs> had to i had to chill out so this this i saw this kid he literally reminded me of back to back in the day, the little giants. Yeah. The kid was freaking spike. 
like uh, Spike, yeah. the the like all they did was live and breathe football. He had to be from yeah. like southern Indiana somewhere. The dad came up, he had a backpack, the mom's uh, you know, next to him. And uh the kids going through the 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 stations. And he's older, he's legit, right? His kid, yeah. kid's got a cut off. My son's five. He can't even freaking get over a cone. Yeah. And the kid next to him, he's got the cutoff. He knows exactly what he's doing. But he's going through these drills and like the goal line fade drill. So yeah. he's going out. They got high school kids throwing like goal line fades to him. Yeah. And he's dry, you know, he dropped him. He dropped like four in a row. And his mom is out there, like she's on her phone, but she's also sees him drop it and she's like, Oh, that's 10. Comes uh, back the next rep, drops it. Up, oh, that's 20. And like calling uh, it out to everybody. In front yeah. of every in front of everybody, the kids there, the dad's like shaking his head in the corner. I'm yeah. like, this is cringeworthy, man. Like yeah. clueless. Tough, man. Like kids, you know, who knows? But like you do that at five, six years old, who knows? They might be an NFL football star, but that's not what it's about. And yeah, to me, no. there's more odds by 11 years old, the kid's going to hate the game of football. I agree, bro. Anyway. I agree. So we went over some things like that in our coaches meeting on Friday night with the league, just basically <clears> saying <throat> if if anything negative happens to your you or a parent, whatever happens is going to attach itself to your son mm-hmm. for the rest of his sporting life, you know, sporting career, especially where you live or where you're from. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Just got to keep constraint and remember what we're doing here. No it's question. Seven-year-old football. <laughs> no question, man. I you like know? that. Yeah. Um, what else you got? Anything getting ready in practice? No, just a uh, basic overall thumbs up to the certification process in USA football in general. Um, you know, I guess a little bit more, like, like, you, like Kyle said, keep it fun, limit the crying, because there's going to be a ton of it. <laughs> um you know we've already had numerous numerous tears flowing even putting helmets on so just keep it fun and light for everybody what's your approach when you got a kid on the team crying at a, at a certain point uh, if it's my son i just put my helmet my hand on top of his head and push his helmet on <laughs> and tell him to stop no i'm only kidding you just you know just try to stay build their confidence make sure we had a kid the other night who just was shutting down like i don't know Mike, yeah. you could do it. You could do it, big man. You know, just yeah. be behind your kids 100%. Just give them the confidence. Let them know they're safe. And, uh, yeah. you know, you're here to have some fun. Yeah. That's it. You, you know, know go ahead. Go ahead. No, crying's everywhere. Crying's in the game until you're 40. So, There's no you know question. I mean? It goes everywhere. Everybody yeah. sees the emotions. You think it's a young you think it's a young man's sport. But let me tell you, they, there is crying in sports altogether. I'll give you one good story. Yeah, and, like, uh. If you, you know, to, to prove that there is crying in football at all levels. So yeah. I am Purdue University. I show up as a quarterback. I'm there two years, two and a half years, uh, greatest two years of my life. I'm like, you know, I didn't expect to be here at all. Late in the recruiting process, I'm there. My first year, didn't expect to even get a uniform or dress. I get to get on the road, get on to all the away games, home games. I'm the fake dummy, dummy signal guy, right? Yeah, so I'm, yeah. I'm one of the QBs giving the signals with the hat on, looking sweet. Got the eye black. I don't think I ever wore eye black, but a bunch of us yeah, did. Yeah. But anyway, the QBs were the only ones that could wear hats, like that kind of thing. We thought you were cool, right? Yeah. So I'm just giving dummy signals. The next year, I'm on scout team. Well, on scout team both years. The next year, I am. Uh, I'm giving the actual signals, right? So now yeah. I'm the official 
signal guy. I'm not doing anything at practice but that, which kind of yeah. sucks in any team yeah. period. So I was the third QB and only the ones and twos up on the, the main field get the reps. So your third yeah. QB, I wasn't down on the scout team, but I wasn't getting reps uh, for the main ones and twos, which kind of sucked, but it is what it is. So I'm giving real actual signals. Yeah. And then halfway through, not halfway through, maybe four weeks into the season, three or four weeks into the season of my third year, um, you know, I get I get the get the call. Basically, I'm moving to safety. That's a whole yeah. nother that's a whole nother story, I guess you could say. So I start one game that year, that third year. And then uh, we had an all American safety in front of me, Stu Schweigert, legendary yeah. boilermaker, right? So he Absolutely. graduates. And I remember we went to the Capital One Bowl that year, yeah. and we're packing up like we just we lost in overtime to Georgia. Yeah, great and game, man. Fantastic game. We're in we're in the locker room getting packed up, and Brock Spax, the defensive coordinator, comes over to me. He's like, "All right, like this this next year's your year. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. time to step up, kind of thing. So kind of ignite you for the off season. Like, yeah, hell yeah. yeah, I'm ready to roll. Gonna be a starting free safety. We get to spring ball." And battling through this and that, you know, again, the not the most physically gifted guy on the team, but my brain just allowed me to to hang with yeah. it, right? Yeah. So, but there's some items, you know, whether it's one on ones. There's a couple plays in spring where psh, I lose my job, right? So they yeah. bring, I think it was a younger guy, uh, bring him in, lose my job in spring. This is. Right before my junior year, uh, after that spring game, I go into Joe Tiller's office kind of with your spring kind of wrap up. And he tells me, like, Smitty, you know, love what you're doing. I see you as a special teams role guy finishing yeah. out your career here. Like, he was never fluff, uh, you know, <laughs> never <laughs> coded anything, point. man. Coach yeah. Joe Tiller, legendary football coach, straight to the point, told you about yourself at any given time. So he yeah. said, listen, I see you as a special teams role player. You're going to finish out your career, do a great job for us, and that's about it. So, all right, yeah. thanks, coach. Go <laughs> go home for the month of May. Now, yeah. you know, you have that motivation for the summer. Like, then the, the switch turn because now you're like, screw everybody, right? Like, now yeah. you got to prove everybody wrong. It's not the freaking honeymoon, uh, honeymoon phase. Like, now you yeah. lost your job, and you're mad at everybody, and yeah. – uh, you know, I remember my DB coach and a roommate just saying like, hey, you just got to give me the bullet points. Like you got to put the yeah. bullet points on the resume on the film and the film doesn't lie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when you're in those situations, you got to step up. There was a couple times in spring ball where you were in those situations and didn't make yeah. the play. So yeah. it makes sense. Right. Yeah. Um, as a coach, that's all you could. That's all you could say. And as a player. You know, that's all you could do is put those bullets, bullet points on the resume and say, when you're in this situation, this is how he performed. And boom, yeah. it, you can't give them a reason to take you off. Right. Yeah. So we're going through the summer. I remember uh, I'll keep I'll keep names out, I guess. But so I'm at we're hanging out. The summertime <laughs> in college football is, is the best. Right. So yeah. you with you with your boys. There's nobody's on nobody on campus. You're you're waking up. You're going to like one or two classes. You go work out. I mean, you're eating, you're freaking yeah. the, the best you've ever looked because that's yeah. all you're doing is working out, running, getting in shape, and and you chill at night, do whatever you want, and uh, just you know just getting better playing football in the summer. Yeah. But over one of my one of my friends' house, uh, you know, it got it got around in the gossip that like one of the younger guys was like, you know, talking about how he's going to start at safety, and uh, 
you know, him and this other guy are battling it out. And somebody's like, oh, well, what about Smitty? Like, he was there this past season. He's like, nah, I'm not not even worried yeah, about him. Uh, like, yeah. I wasn't even in his, in his brain in the question. Yeah. So all that's all that's just stacking in my in my yeah. brain. Like now it's against everybody, right? Let's go. So we get into camp, uh, fall camp, and we're you know we're battling and and going ones, twos, threes, mixing in, in safety, and I'm just like mentally boom, 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 like yeah. no zero errors, man. Like that was my yeah. that was the only key to what I was doing. Zero errors. I mean, just in the right spot, understanding, telling everybody else where they need to be. Like yeah. everybody, the quarterback back there, that did made you, everything fit. Did you? Did you do? Did you make plays at this point? Like yeah. besides being in the right spot, you made physical plays. Yeah. Too? I mean, again, listen. Never the prettiest thing. <laughs> like yeah. I think about it. I couldn't even tackle in high school. You know what I'm saying? I played quarterback. I played safety like three games in high school. So now. Yeah. I mean, I was taught in at the college level, like, listen, just get the guy down somehow, yeah. some way, just get knife through his freaking uh, thigh pads yeah. and get him down. So you look, go through all my tackles. It's shoestrings. It's yeah. <laughs> whatever, baby. Yeah. Like, get it down. So anyway, we go. Uh, it's like the last week of camp, and I'll, I'll throw it in there because it was it was actually cheating, <laughs> cheating on my part. So it's the last week of camp. We're in a, a full field scrimmage with the offense, right? So we're battling, and we might be on our backed up to our like ten yard line. So it's red zone offense on a ten yard line. Orton, Kyle Orton, legendary Boilermaker, he calls out an audible, and yeah. you know there's a blitz. I'm covering down on the inside receiver, and he calls an audible. He gives the signal, and I know like bro, I've, I've been on the offense for two years, right? Yeah. And nobody's hiding anything. So I knew exactly what the route, it was like a hitch. I think it was just a five yard hitch from yeah. the inside. And I was like, surely he knows that I know what the play is. Yeah. Right. So he's not going to be throwing to this, to this side, this receiver. And lo and behold, like I'm sitting there, I know he's going to break. I break on it. Orton throws the ball, pick it off. I'm like 70 yards back to the house in, <laughs> in nice. practice. Right. Like yeah. boom. And then from there, literally, I think it was the next day I like moved on the depth chart, like right before the season yeah. back to number one. So scrapped yeah. and clawed through the spring, through the summer, did, back um, to number one. Did Ort never throw you under the bus? Did he ever never said that? a word about it? Like, I don't even know that he even realized maybe what was going on. on purpose. Well, that maybe yeah, I wouldn't put it past <laughs> yeah. him, bro. We had a no. little, uh, you know, we got, we went in, we got there at the same time. Yeah. So he was a freshman. I was a freshman. He did his thing. Um, but maybe. Who knows? Maybe. So uh, so then we get to the, our first game, Syracuse, um, yeah, in Ross-Aid. And we, the coin talk, you know, first game of the year. Now I'm walking in like you're a starter, right? Like yeah. this is where you want it to be. This was the dream. This is where the goal, whatever. So we go, uh, you know, coin toss, the band, all the pregame stuff. Place was rocking. Place bro. was rocking. This out. is, you know, Heisman hopeful in our junior quarterback. We got Taylor Stubblefield, one of the best wide receivers in the country. Like this is this is a year. We just it got off a of Capital on, One yeah. Bowl. Um, this is the year. So we we're lined up on kickoff, and I'm on kickoff team, and it's it's go time. And I remember yeah. sitting there, man, like literally running down. Like as the ball is getting kicked off, it's like it hits me. Like yeah, like you. Lost, lost it all. Lost your job. Yeah. Uh, you know, nobody kind of thought you of anything. Kind of an afterthought. To yeah. boom, I'm running down here on the kickoff. 
running down, running down on kickoff opening day, full blown tears, man. Like, <laughs> like ugly crying, running down kickoff. Like, <laughs> just because it was just like one thing you could sit back and be proud of you did everything it. you did to like build up to that moment. And it was just kind of, it all hit at one time. It was kind of overwhelming. But so that is to say here in whatever you're doing, there's going to be people that don't really believe that what you are saying or what you think you can yeah. do. And think about it. That brings full circle back to standing in front of 15, seven year olds. That's the time <laughs> to start building their confidence and letting them know their self-worth in anything not just because you have a football helmet on yeah that's the key that's being a transformative coach that's being a pillar in your community and that's being a true leader so and for yourself for you crying is it's just every all the emotion all the letdown all the positive everything all combined into one and saying holy shit i did this that's right you know Oh, that's good stuff. Good times. I got plenty more stories around that, but we'll keep them for yeah. later episodes. But yeah, I mean, that's literally the reason I think for what what we look to do, platform sports league, podcast, whatever it is, because there are people out there, like everything you see out there is all like, oh, this, you know, he's a dog. He's the top yeah. guy. And everybody we're talking to is like the top guy. There are guys on the team that are just scrapping and clawing just to get yeah. out there. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, and that's it's most it's mostly greatest. those guys, you know, yeah. that's what the team is made up of. And that's not talked about enough. And the psychology of it, like there came to a point in in a way that I was coached in certain ways, in my own lack of confidence in certain ways, yeah. there was a point I'd go out there to the field, like in a game and think to myself, like, I'm the worst one out of the 22 guys that yeah. are on this field. That can't be happening no. <laughs> for you to perform at your <laughs> highest yeah, that's that's where it screwed up. I remember I saw I, I said that after I graduated and we were doing like that pre-draft like training and stuff. And I was in Jersey yeah. and they had a sports psychologist come in. I'll save this, too. But uh, I said, that you know, I went through it and like I didn't know that I was getting there, but we were talking yeah. through it. And I was like, I literally I was out there and I felt like I was the worst person in the huddle, like worst player. Yeah. And there were there were things like there was things that coaches say there were things that teammates say that reinforced that. Yeah. That that dynamic right there is my the reason for this to be happening because I yeah. want that conversation to happy happen more and the confidence level to those guys that are trying to scrap just to make it like that's yep. what it's about. No, I agree. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Um, so that's what's up. I love it. It's crazy, man. It's just, but that's what makes this game you know, just above everything, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's, it's literally, it, it's every part of life is covered throughout the game mm. of football. And that's what makes it special. That's it. It's a microcosm of all that. And I, yeah. you know, there's no question you get into your regular day job or what I'm doing in a day and you get some drama happening and you yeah. see people folding all around you. Like, Oh my gosh, yeah. this, you know, this person didn't get paid. Like, you know, it's the end of the world. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Oh. But uh, it's like, come on. Yeah. Come on, everybody. Believe We've me. been here before. I've been here before. I've been in worse yeah. situations. So if anything, like that's what that's going to give you for to transition into actual life. Like just when when stuff goes bad, yeah. you got a foundation to lean on and, and know you're going to be all right. Believe me, in my work career over the last 12 <laughs> years, 
I've seen plenty of people fold. <laughs> and pretty brutally, too. Oh, man. It happens. It happens. Yeah. So how are we going to wrap this up? We're getting to the final five section of our right. episode. Final like five. I just have, I would want to ask you, like my final five would be, since we are on the youth football and conference league from where we're from, um, you know, what are your top memories or certain plays or certain games that you remember before you left the youth, uh, youth level football, you know? Yeah. Right. Until you were about 11 or 12. So in youth league, top youth football moments to you or memories. Yeah. Why don't you start yeah. off with one? Oh, all right. You want me? I'll are you giving it? You want me to go? No, I'll give you one. Um, I'll, the first one for me, it's ingrained in my brain. I was probably 11 and I had, well, maybe 10. I don't remember, but I had my first like handoff running back. 35 40 yard touchdown nice. and it felt amazing i turn around and my main man willie paschel jumped off side and it got called back <laughs> bring it back oh I remember man that's so vividly that and that's yeah heart yeah great but brutal i've always wanted to feel how it ran to run free like that for a touchdown i've only had it once that was it that was it yeah, brought back out in the flag field. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's a tough one, man. How old did that's you say you were? One. Probably ten or eleven. Bill Hughes, the Raiders. The Raiders. That's awesome, yep. man. What great times. I'm gonna go. So the two thing, one thing that pops up first for me is not even on the field, but I again, this is where I mentioned on the. So I had an older brother, obviously, in in you and Timmy. So he, yeah. you know, you'd be playing your games, I'd be there at all those games. But more a more intense freaking uh, <laughs> knockdown drag out game or competition would be happening like in the outfield oh, yeah. of the baseball field off of that actual game field. So yeah. All the little brothers, all the uh, friends or whoever was there at the time at night games. I remember it was night games because the lights would be on the field and then we'd get a little bit of that light on the baseball yeah. field and yeah. just get after it. Like one guy with the ball and yep. everybody would just go after him and see if he can get to the other side. <laughs> it was yeah, like a gauntlet, man. The man. Ball. Um, killed the man with the ball. That was it. That's what we called it. Yeah. We spent a lot of time at paid field, man. I'm telling you, I think that's what makes toughness, especially where we were, because it was just a, a good mix of kids from different neighborhoods and all yeah. that stuff. And that's where we were first exposed to, like, I don't know, yeah. just whether it's scrapping, whether it's fights or anything yeah. out there, like, a lot of that went down. You were Your character was made on that side football field. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Never forget that stuff, man. One other quick one for me. This is kind of kind of gross but i one <laughs> night you know i was i was kind of messed up with diet or decided not to eat or i didn't like going to the bathroom quite honestly yeah. right so <laughs> one night i wake up in the middle you know it was a game on saturday or sunday and the night before i wake up i got this sharp pain in the gut and i can't freaking move the ambulance comes get to the they hospital they took you down on the chair, bro. <laughs> the chair remember, down the stairs. I remember the light going on in the hallway. I saw it through my door. Oh, and man. And there you are, coming down the stairs, bro. I think I was 11, 11, maybe 12, whatever it was. Yeah. So we're in the hospital, basically paid $900 for a cup of prune juice. It was some backed <laughs> up, backed up gas, had some issues, got everything worked out, literally, and uh, show up at a 9 a.m., 10 a.m. football game the next day. 
and put in, put two in the end zone in West Islip, yeah. man. Dominate. Win. That was a good time. Great time. Anything else you got? Uh, no, I, I mean, for me, so it was all a bunch of those, you know, memories, silly yeah. stuff. And I had an interception, blah, blah, blah. Not a lot of plays. But I do remember a football game. And uh, we had a friend, Kenny Walsh, man, mm. versus Seaford. We were probably like eight or nine. I would think nine or ten. And we put in work, and he put in work, and it was like a battle in the wind, the rain. <laughs> yeah. Like I, Seifert always that. had that. Yep. And we they had their superstar, this kid named Chris Smith, who yep. ended up pitching for Florida State, played in the big leagues, wow, did the whole right. thing. And um, that's like an you know that was like my first real football game that I mm. I could remember. Knockdown, drag out, man. We had some yeah. tough games. Like you just go think back at that stuff. The carry, the the stuff that that builds in you, man. It was like yeah. a blue collar time, and just the toughness that it takes to just get in there and just have one yeah. of those games. Awesome. And it was, yeah, you know, Kenny versus Chris running the ball, bam, mm-hmm. bam, bam, and they were just breaking them. They were t- we were tackling. It was awesome. Two guys going after it. Yep, love it. The. uh Infinite amount of football memories are will always be there. Sports memories in general, but again, yeah. I think the theme of what we're getting coming to today is just that uh, all this stuff, all these experiences from from working with your coach to those got to those dads that are helping you as you grow up, to your high school coach, the coaching piece. I mean, that influences you literally as an adult with your kids, how you yep. coach other kids. Um, so the timeline there. Uh, number two, it's okay to cry in football. We've seen that yeah. plenty of times. And uh, just keeping those memories, man, of, of the the unintended things that come with the game. In sociology, they call it the latent function, where <laughs> yeah. like the primary function of football is to to compete, learn, all that stuff on the field. But the latent stuff, the surrounding stuff around the game is where everything is kind of cooked up and made. Yeah. I love that. That's great, man. Uh, let me, I just want to say one thing too. And if you have a chance to be a coach and, uh, uh, you know, mom or dad, that's in front of these kids at a young age, take the time, you know, learn things, uh, invest some time into USA football mm-hmm. and different organizations and courses, really be, try to be the best person version of yourself that you can be. Uh, obviously it's not always easy, but you know, for them and for the for the community which you live in. I mean, that's basically what I'm learning a lot, and it's it's really been beneficial. That's it. Well said. Love it. For anybody listening and want to check out some more things, check out uh, usafootball.com. I'll leave a website, leave the URL in the description um, of their events coming around, which is really cool. This Blitz Clinic is usually a paid thing, and the coaches certification, uh, the Indianapolis Colts this for this weekend actually paid for everything to make it a, to make it a free event and for coaches to go downtown to get their free coaches certification. So you paid right for yours a little, what was it like 15, 20 bucks, whatever it was. Regardless. I mean, they opened it up to the city youth coaches and said, whoever wants to come register and we, we got you. So that was, that's that's really cool cool for an NFL team to kind of take on the city like that. So that's really cool. Keep an eye out for those things coming around. Um, Plenty of things coming up. Keep an eye on platformsportsleague.com. CEPSL uh, Summer League 2022 is kicking off. Um, it's actually today. It's raining, so we'll see what happens. But um, keep an eye out for that. We got plenty more to come. What'd you add? 
Uh, looking forward to coming out there next week. Yes, sir. We're going to do an episode in person. Might get the cameras on us and uh, yeah. live live recording there, man. Looking forward to it. Uh, everybody stay safe. Enjoy their week. And uh, we'll see you next time. Appreciate you. Later. Life, 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 life with football. To leave the train, please step over the gap between the train and the platform.